0: raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor come to mcdonald's and treat yourself to the grandma mcflurry today Ba and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time
1: it's time to hear from you
2: It is 1033 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and it's time to hear from you. Rob has done a fantastic job of going through all the voicemails and listening to you and pulling together the cream of the crop, the best of the best, and what do we have on tap today?
1: All right, so we are all in on letting people know when the school board meetings are now, especially if there is bull crap for people to address and discuss. And one of the uh, Tonight in Plainfield, right? Yes, tonight here in Plainfield. uh, Of course, you may recall, the uh, Plainfield assistant, I believe it was the assistant superintendent, one of the many administrators across the state that uh, caught on camera saying, we do the CRT and the SCL and the, the DEI and we hide it and we manipulate it. And I think they were planning a white privilege walk of some sort out there in Plainfield, she said.
2: Yeah, she's the one who said she likes to work under the radar.
1: Yes. And when you throw out the white privilege walk, there's no misinterpretation on that she went out of her way to say that and what was so hyper offensive about the plainfield response was they basically told parents doesn't matter what you saw we don't do that but she's saying you do it doesn't matter we don't do it but she said it on camera doesn't matter
2: well aren't they the ones that also said
1: that was taken out of context? oh yes, yes, yes yes i mean she used the phrase white privilege walk mm-hmm. it wasn't like she said yes we value diversity or yes we want everybody to feel well there's She used the phrase, Casey, white privilege walk. Yeah. Uh, So somebody called to remind, if you live in the greater Plainfield area, uh, an opportunity for you to come let your voice be heard tonight.
0: Aloha, guys. Good morning. I just want to give you a reminder of the Plainfield meeting tonight, uh, 6 p.m. at the uh, administrative center right there at Plainfield at the middle school. Thanks, guys. Love the show.
1: And if you go and you speak, because I think most school board meetings allow public Comment. Make sure when you get up there, say Rob Kendall sent me. They will absolutely love that if you say Rob Kendall sent me to the. Well,
2: that's the thing. If you're going to go to this, you can't just sit in the crowd. You have to engage yes. and you have to take an active role yes. in it and, and get up. If they if they have the opportunity to speak, speak.
1: Absolutely. Do it. Uh, okay. Uh, lots of different phone calls, variety of uh, of, of topics, uh, things to address. They were so great. I'm drawing a complete and total blank. Kev, go ahead. <laughs>
0: got a question for you. You seem like the man that's going to know the answer to all my questions. Let's say your buddy Abdul wins the mayor's race. He wants to do something about the horrible crime in this city. The problem is, the way I see it, we still have a prosecutor who won't prosecute. Can the mayor relieve the prosecutor of his duties and put a prosecutor in that will actually prosecute the crimes? No one's talking about it. I'd love to know. Love the show. Thanks, guys.
1: Good
2: question. Okay, so didn't the prosecutor have a vote of no confidence from the
1: police? Yes, he did. That is correct. Okay. And he still won re election. Right. So in Indiana, the only way to be removed from public office, one of two ways, is resignation or felony conviction. Mm. So you do not have the ability as an individual office holder to remove the mayor, if you're the mayor, to remove the prosecutor. uh, Elections have consequences. And unfortunately, the consequences are you're stuck with Ryan Mears. Now, what the mayor can do is put immense public pressure on the prosecutor. The mayor can put immense public pressure on the court system. The mayor can put uh, resources into, uh, such as the Ten Point Coalition, violence prevention techniques that have been clearly found to be effective, and the results of the 10-point coalition. And the mayor, in large part, will help shape and, and craft the uh, the budgets that are associated with, uh, with those things. So, um, no, the mayor cannot remove the prosecutor and just install whoever he or she would like to install. But there are many ways in which the mayor will impact public safety.
2: Okay. So, whoever wins, whether it's Abdul or Jefferson Shreve or... Boss Hog said. Again. Well, I mean, they have to get along with a prosecutor or not. Well, make their life very difficult.
1: The, 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 I was having this conversation with somebody over the weekend who is. Uh running for public office. They have won their primary based on the fact that they have no competition. They're new to the game. Hey, I'll say his name because he's a big fan of the show and we took a picture together. His name is Glenn Adams and he's a great guy and he asked to meet with me because he recognizes the little utopia that I live in over there on the west side is nothing but a bunch of warehouses and single family homes and it looks like trash and it sucks. And he said, what do we got to do to fix this? And one of the things that I was talking to him about is the power of the office Itself. And when I jump these lawmakers' asses, whether it's Lucas or the Tesla guy or whoever, I don't expect that they're going to be able to wave a magic wand and make something happen. But the office itself has immense power, whether it is a state rep, state senator, city council, mayor, governor, the office itself in the community or the office in which you hold, you have the ability to draw attention to things that are happening and and let the public know, which will hopefully then lead to the public engaging other elected officials to do things that will fix the issue in question. So when I jump these guys' asses about property taxes and not doing anything, or about not doing anything about the governor, I don't expect that they're going to just go down there and wag their finger and something's going to happen. But nobody's doing anything. Nobody's shining any spotlight. Nobody's holding any press conferences. Nobody's having, hosting any rallies. You're not trying at all. That's what I'm getting up your backside about is the complete total lack of effort from anyone to even try to accomplish something. So hopefully the mayor on the Republican side, because there's only men running, it's a he. If it's Robin Shackelford, it's a she on the Democrat side will use that office that bully pulpit to call them out exactly. for a
2: little bit of accountability
1: yes absolutely yeah uh, again i'm just drawing a complete blank uh, this is a rick perry well, oops i
2: asked you here. what they were I about and you, you. you said you'll it'll be a surprise I sh- for you i should have so told I you
1: Kev, know surprise
0: me wow me <laughs> uh republicans just passed or or are about to pass a bill that would ban trans women from competing in women's sports uh Personally, I'm not impressed with that yet because it's easy for them to do that while they know the bill's not going to go anywhere. I mean, Chuck Schumer's not going to put it to a vote, let alone it's not going to pass. Um, it's similar to what they did with Obamacare. They kept putting out different bills and, and passing them, knowing they wouldn't go anywhere. But then when the time came to actually to where they... know, had the House, they had the Senate and the presidency, they couldn't get it done uh, because half of the people who say, oh, yeah, I'm for getting rid of Obamacare, weren't really in in favor of getting rid of it, like John McCain. So I'd be curious to see if they put a bill like this up if, say, Trump or DeSantis gets in the White House and they keep control of the House and they take control of the Senate. I'd be curious to see if a bill like this gets put up for a vote.
2: Right. Like, do they really mean it? Or is this just symbolic? It does feel very symbolic right now, but it is only also for federally funded schools. So it's not every school.
1: Well, but he hits to the bigger point, which is the Republicans are not serious people. They don't actually want to make the changes they tell you. That's why when they have the power to make changes, they don't. He's spot on. The Obamacare thing is was the most if, if you if you were still in with the Republican Party after the Obamacare thing, I got a plot of swamp land somewhere that I want to sell you at a reasonable price because they campaigned on that for 8 years, Casey, for 8 well, 7 years. And then they finally had the opportunity to do something about it
2: and folded.
1: And they did nothing because they don't want to actually fix it because Republicans, just like Democrats, are addicted to legalized vote buying. They're addicted to air quote free stuff. And the difference is at least the Democrats are honest about what they want to do and what and how they use your money. Republicans, every time they get in there, they're like Scrooge waking up from the ghost of uh, Christmas future shouting, I'll change. And then you let them back in. And you shouldn't be surprised if you let a vampire into your house that you get bit by the vampire. So, uh, one final call. I do remember this one. Um, We had talked about how you are splurging for the show with your $8 a month for the blue check for Twitter. For my Twitter, yeah. And I had said, uh, good on you, because I will not spend seven cents on this show. Right. And somebody called with a very uh, uh, fine observation about
0: that. Okay. I was just listening to your show, and Casey talking about how... She spends dollars for her Twitter blue check mark because she does it for the show. And you made the comment that you wouldn't spend seven cents <laughs> for the show. And there's where you messed up. You had the opportunity to really get one, but you overlooked it. What you should have said was, I wouldn't spend eight cents on this show. That's
2: E-I-G-8. Oh, yeah. Like how Biden didn't spell eight.
0: Yeah,
1: there
2: you go. Oh, Rob. Well, I like Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. All right. He's got the best personalized Yetis around. Hammer joins us next on 93 WIBC.
0: Raise a spoon to grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: And in McDonald's for a limited time.